BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now. Growing up, music was always playing in my house. We had the big wicker-covered speakers with the red, white, and yellow RCA cables connected to an amplifier. The dual tape players and the multiple disc changer was where music lived. Prince and Tina Marie were constant. Earth, Wind & Fire was always in rotation. The soundtracks for movies like The Bodyguard and Crooklyn were staples. Moms even got into New Jack Swing and eventually hip-hop. She loved the group Arrested Development, and because of that, I did too. And now, I'm raising my daughter the same way, but a slightly remixed. It's golden era hip-hop in the morning, Fela in the afternoon, Sade after dinner, Miles Davis at midnight. Or maybe it's Katranata in the morning. Sublime in the midday, Rihanna during the after-school drive, and then a mix of Japanese jazz fusion artists as we read and get ready for bed in the evening. Even though the genres have slightly expanded from how I was raised, my daughter is soaking it up all the same. Hi, I'm Zuri, and I'm seven years old. We talk about how music is subtle and ubiquitous, playing at the grocery store or in the background of a TV show. And at the same time, music is a magical art form that takes listeners into a world of different emotional responses. I'm waxing poetically, but I'm no musician. Far from it. I tried rapping when I was a teen, but I forgot my lyrics. I tried singing, but my voice changed. Now, I couldn't hold a note even if I had special note-holding gloves. But I'm a student of music, and I attribute that to being raised in a house where music was always playing. And in that, I was always learning, because music is one hell of a teaching tool. Today on the show, I want to share with you some of the things that I've learned along the way, right after this. 
Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. One weekend, I was driving around with my daughter, Zuri, looking for something with a funky bass line for our sunny Saturday drive. My aim was to find some music with kid-friendly lyrics, but not too kiddy because it was my Saturday too. I landed on Zap and Roger, their greatest hits. A few seconds into the first track, my daughter asked me, Are these the guys who make music with tubes in their mouth? Yes, she remembered. The next step is remembering the artist's actual names, and then maybe the instrument, a voice box, auto-tune, or even more broadly, a synthesizer. But she remembered something, so I was juiced. I played another track by Zapp and Roger, and then she followed up. Do all their songs sound like this? Well, no. They have this one song I really like. Within the first few beats of the song, she blurts out, Tupac! Yes, that's it. That's the song Tupac sampled for Keep Your Head Up. Bruh, I was ecstatic. Posted at the red light, I got a little choked up. I looked out the window pretending something caught my attention, holding back a little tear. My approach to musicology was working. And then I got greedy. I tried to explain to her that in the song Keep Your Head Up, Tupac's producer, DJ Daryl, sampled the melody of Zapp's Be Alright. But the lyrics of Tupac's song were a reference to another classic track. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. He was inspired by a group called The Five Stair Steps, who had a song called Ooh, Child. We got about 30 seconds into the song when she asked me to turn down the music and said, Daddy, this sounds like a chipmunk. I didn't see that coming. But that's what happens when we talk about music in the car. There's always something new. The conversations touch on history and spirituality, sexism and racism. There's almost always a tie into Oakland. And just about every time she asked me about an artist, she asked if they're still alive which made me realize just how often I listen to recordings of people who are in the realm of the ancestors. And of course, as when talking to just about any kid, there's jokes. Like that one time, she put in a request from the back seat. Daddy, can you play that one Michael Jackson song, BLT? I want to love you, BLT. She's not just learning from me. She's getting it while she's at school, 
by attending extracurricular programs and when she's at her mom's house. One week, I thought I was cool by showing her the version of the story of Cinderella starring Brandy. As soon as the film started, she was like, Daddy, is that Moesha? Her mom introduced her to both Moesha and Brandy, got her a Whitney Houston t-shirt, and helped her with her school project about Aretha Franklin. They also watched The Masked Singer. Now she knows Motown hits, but has a hard time believing Smokey Robinson wrote them instead of a person wearing an owl costume. The best part of this journey through musical education, it works both ways. Now she's teaching me about music. One spicy summer afternoon in Sacramento, my daughter and her friends gathered out front of our apartment, singing their hearts out on a small karaoke machine. They ran through the classics, Moana and Frozen. Then they hit some of the newer joints, like We Don't Talk About Bruno. That's the youngest kid's favorite. The boy across the way, he loves Sunflower off the Spider-Man soundtrack. And Jack Black's Peaches gets everybody going. Then a high schooler who lives in the apartment downstairs from me grabbed the mic and brought us into her world as she queued up this video of a rap battle between two animated characters. It features Natsuki from the Doki Doki Literature Club and DC Comics' heroine, Raven. As the video played, the teenager stood in the apartment walkway, spitting flames, reciting the lyrics bar for bar. When you write on a page, it's like buying your game because you guys are just wasting your paper. Such a kid can't decide if you want me to fight you or need me to sign you a waiver. You couldn't stay alive inside a dream about my dark days. Want a slice of my life you could eat in like parfait. I can only hope my daughter is that passionate about her own musical interests when she's a teen. But for now, she's in first grade. And even with this exposure to classic music and cultural icons, we still get pummeled with high-pitched voices singing overly joyous jingles. And through those kitty jams, again, I find important musical lessons. My daughter loves this one PBS kids show called Hero Elementary. It's about a group of children who have special superpowers, but they're still learning how to properly use them. Hence the schooling. If you're a kid with powers, then where's the place to be? The show's theme song is a catchy tune, one of the many children's songs that unfortunately gets stuck in my head and plays on repeat at the worst times, like during important meetings. A few weeks ago, I was up late writing and listening to some miscellaneous jazz tunes when I heard Michael Camilo's 1989 song, On Fire. jumped up like my daughter did when she heard that Zap song, the Tupac sample. Hero Elementary, said to myself in the living room. And listening to children's song after children's song, I'm reminded that the catchy music and melodic storytelling that works for the babies also works in grown folks' music. Listen closely to songs like Tupac's Hail Mary or Ambitions as a Rider. Aside from the menacing delivery and the vulgarity, he's reciting lyrics like they're a mother goose tale. My daughter and I listen to some select Tupac songs and have discussed his impact, as well as the legacies of Amy Winehouse, Bob Marley, Aaliyah, and other artists who've become ancestors too soon. But it's the Tupac songs that have brought about the best conversations. Through them, we've discussed oppression and liberation, Pac's connection to Oakland, and the Black Panther Party. 
And we've talked about the real meanings of the B word and the N word. I'm mindful of the cuss words, as well as the sentiment in the songs that I play when she's around. I try to stay away from R&B songs that have lyrics like, I can't live without you. Because language about healthy relationships is just as important as learning not to cuss. We haven't gotten to rap songs with violent lyrics, references to drugs, or deep-seated misogyny. Besides getting it, I haven't played any short for her, nor any E-40. But she knows who Tupac, Snoop Dogg, and Ice Cube are. And at the age of seven, she can identify the voices of Erica Badu and Stevie Wonder. The educational exploration of music hasn't stopped her from learning Baby Shark or memorizing songs from the Little Mermaid soundtrack. She's still very much so a kid, and I'm enjoying seeing her grow. I'm fortunate to have this experience. Some people don't have the luxury of playing music constantly or riding around discussing art with their children. Some folks aren't even able to be with their children at all, so I don't take this time for granted. Four years ago, at the funeral for the late hip-hop legend and entrepreneur Nipsey Hussle, his longtime girlfriend, the talented actress Lauren London, said something that I think about a lot. She stood behind a podium wearing a bright white gown and dark black sunglasses as her hair draped over her shoulders. Speaking to the audience at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, she shared a prepared statement reflecting on what Nipsey brought to the world and specifically their family. She said that Nipsey would wake up in the morning and play music for the kids, simultaneously lighting sage and burning it around the house. It was his effort to get everyone's energy right before walking out the door. I think about that as I'm lighting an incense or a candle as the sun rises and I'm looking through my playlist trying to figure out the first song of the day. Knowing that I'm not just a dad posing as a DJ, but a human using one of the highest forms of art to lend some guidance to another human who is on their spiritual journey. What do you like about music? I like that it sounds fun and funny sometimes, and it's cool. How does music make you feel? Happy! Because you get to... This episode was written by me, Pendarvis Harshaw, and my daughter, Zuri. It was produced by Marisol Medina Cadena and Maya Cueva. Our editor is Chris Hambrick. Our engineer is Christopher Beal. The Right Nowish team is supported by Sheree Bishop, Jin Chien, Holly Kernan, Jorge Olivares, Cesar Saldana, and Katie Spranger. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace. Right Nowish is a KQED production. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. 
special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.